Listen, ladies, single ladies, um, we have a treat for you mm-hmm. today. Uh, we have a guy who is giving insight and telling the secret of one of the questions that I hear most from my single friends. What's that? Where the men's at? Mm-mm. Where the single men's at? Where the single non-F boy men's at? <laughs> he about to tell y'all right now. Hi, I'm Crystal. And I'm Alicia. And we are your hosts of The Good Sex Podcast. We're black Christian women who happen to be counselors. And we model comfortable conversations about sex. Ready or not, proceed with curiosity because sex is still God's idea. As soon as I asked were we ready to go, Crystal decided to grab a Starburst. (sighs) A pink one. I am a pink Starburst. Alicia will not take this from me. It's not even about me. Is this ASMR? Is that... Ew, (laughs) I can't stand you. (laughs) Welcome back to the potty, guys. We have a special guest in the building, and Crystal isn't ready because she doesn't have her questions up, but this is her cue to get them together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My girlfriend. What kind of co-host exposes you? Ouch. You expose yourself, so I just did it for you. Whatever. (laughs) Who's here today? My good friend, my brother, Stefan Kemper, is in the building. Hi, brother. Hi. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. First, yeah, the first thing is the dog, <laughs> the dog definitely does not feel like he's getting the proper attention. <laughs> That's the first thing. Macy thinks um, you're here for her. And pretty much. Nah. I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> um, but no, not too much to tell. I mean, so one, we can just go with Kemp. We don't got to go full. I know. We don't got to go full government. I was telling Chris, I was like, I don't mm. call him Stefan. His name is Kemp. <laughs> Hi, um, Kim. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, so 35 just had a birthday earlier this month. Hey, happy so belated birthday. Hey. Um, Kansas City, born and raised, so still here, been here my whole life. So definitely, uh, I guess that's a valid insight to the to the KC dating <laughs> scene, what seems to consistently be trending lately. So, yes. Um, yeah, really? Just a, just a, well, you know, y'all married, so. Is trending? Well, you know, people are sharing like all these articles about like worst dating places. Yeah, in and the, KC uh, is one of them. Yes. Yeah, it's on the list. Stop! Like, yeah. why? I don't know. I didn't see the metrics, and I, I don't really. I'm not <laughs> oh tapped in God. like that. But I saw the headline. So. Do you know why? No, but I did see that. This is embarrassing. Okay. It was definitely oh. a list. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> but see, that's why we're trying to have him here. He can give you perspective and scope. I don't know. I mean, I'm not tapped in like that, but I'm sure for people who. People who feel a way about Casey's dating scene, I'm sure that was like great affirmation like, yeah. to them to be like, I'm uh, going to move to Texas. Yeah, this is why. Like, uh, it might not be all the reason why, but you know what? You got you got 10 sources, so we'll just, <laughs> we'll take it. Lord. Well, yeah. he's here. He Kemp is here. is here, ladies, to help us. I don't know. He's single. You know are you single? I am single. He's single. And are you ready to mingle? Um, we'll get into that. Okay, let's do it. Let's ask these questions. Get <laughs> them out the way. Okay. Questions. Yes. Did you read the email? Oh gosh. You know I did, but I was also at work. The dogs is like online. What so, is happening? I don't know. It's a whole situation. Listen, we have to pause it right fast because I was about to uh. 
Alicia is weird. This is the what in the ghetto goodness is this? Well, you want the co-host here, co-host here all the time, so that's true. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Three questions. Tim took Tim took the the co-host. Oh, God bless him. Not to glory, but right. <laughs> God help. Okay. Three questions. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Wait, you didn't read the email. So I, did. Is, I did. Okay. I read, I read it. Okay, so you you are familiar with these questions. Yeah, I think I'm good. Okay. In we one word, Lord. <laughs> Alicia likes when people are like. Impromptu. She about to spit her water all over the production. So, uh, <laughs> no, it there. almost came out on you. I wasn't ready. Okay, okay. come on. In one word. <laughs> what is the central message you have heard from the Universal Church and/or Christianity concerning sex? I do remember the question now. Okay. Um, my word would be avoidance. Ooh. So I, I grew up in a very. Um, traditional church setting like old school um just like super anything you can think of uh as a traditional black church setting so it really wasn't talked about and i think it was more so um kind of just that setting where you feel uh that if you don't speak about something that it's fine like you Mm -hmm. you know you left it at home as long as it wasn't Mm -hmm. forward and people couldn't you know see through Mm -hmm. the cracks and so I think growing up in that environment, it was just uh, it was just never really broached from, yeah. from mm-hmm. a church perspective. Mm-hmm. It was just almost expected to be that way. Yeah. Yikes! God help us. That's why we're here. Hello. That's fair. That's fair. Hello. That's why we're here? Okay. Question two: How would you define good and or God sex? Okay, so I don't know. That I remember this one, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> run I'll run with it. I'll run with it. It'll come back. Um. So, okay, so first thing I would say is, being that I've never been married, it would be kind of hypocritical for me to try to describe godly sex. Okay. Oh. Because that would mean that all the sex that I've ever participated in was Ooh. clearly, was in a way, ungodly, right? Oh. So that would be my okay. first, like, you know, just uh, he had He had the, mm-hmm. ch- the church but, hand. Y'all couldn't see that. <laughs> just like, it's just a caveat. So, because yeah. uh, I, you know, I, I, like I said, growing up in traditional church, I definitely respect any time you put godly or anything, you know, attached mm-hmm. to something, mm-hmm. so... Um, but I would say the type of sex that I would feel would tap into that would definitely have to be, of course, more than just physical, something that's intimate, something that is, um, sustaining, like something mm. that is, um, reciprocal, you know, it just, it's something that's really anti what we market sex to be. Yeah. What do we market it to be? I feel like we market sex definitely. I mean, the, clearly the carnal side, right? Yeah. Like yeah. We see what, well, I mean, what's marketed to men. We mm-hmm. see Pornhub, we see Cardi yeah. B, mm-hmm. like stuff, you know, so clearly nothing about that is what you would consider to be godly sex. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think a lot of times we are usually tapped into that before we tap into the godly side. So mm. we generally, I mean, I would think that we would have to, even, I mean, even now, like I'm 35, eventually I would definitely want to be married. At some point we will have to kind of navigate what we've learned about sex yeah, and right. try to match it to what we learned about God. Mm. Wow. And now that we participate under a covenant is like this, we can't, I mean, you can be what you learn, but yeah. I feel like it would definitely, it would take some, you would take some navigation. Yeah. Because again, the sex is That's not, good. you know, um, and I feel like there's a duality there because I definitely feel like as a man who grew up in a church and had like a traditional upbringing, takes God very seriously, but at the same time, 
you know, the you flesh. got the other side and you grew up with that too. I got three mm-hmm. older brothers, so it was mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. um, in a way, you know, a path was kind of there. It wasn't like I'm figuring out things for the first time. You right. Know, you know, you kind of, it just is what it is. Then yeah. you join a fraternity. And so sex is everywhere and it's accessible. And so when you try to blend the two, it's kind of like you just have this duality of, of, of people. Yeah. And I feel like in a marriage or in to get godly sex, that's kind of duality as well. Like yeah. you look at sex as something that's carnal, but then your godly piece is spiritual and you're trying to blend the two. Yeah. You got to navigate that. Mm-hmm. Or they, you know, I'm they so glad you're explaining it this way. I'm so glad you're explaining it this way because I okay. feel like so much of what motivates us in these conversations is this idea that they are mutually exclusive. Right. Okay. Like it's got to be either carnal or godly. Right. And so then we get into marriage and we are thinking the things that we either have been doing mm-hmm. if we had sex before marriage right. are wrong. And Fair. now we're trying to navigate, like you said, wait, can I do this? Should I do? Th-? But it's my spouse. Why not? Right. Why can't I right. be a thotty for my husband? Or my- why can't I? <laughs> <Not thotty. laughs> I'm just I mean, saying, like, you know, do you, you see should... what I'm saying? Okay. I just because you already know church girl. Don't hurt nobody. That's came where in my, came from. I, I figured that's where you was at. Because, you know, the saints is mad. That's they big mad. That's but it's like when I married. I'm now struggling with the duality that you just described. Mm, well, good. I guess, okay, so the thing would be, like, I think that's the important thing about covenant, though. So, like, the idea of participating in something outside of a covenant, and then it's like tomorrow <clears throat> the rules changed, mm-hmm. and then you have to decide, okay, something that you were doing was, that you felt was quote-unquote illegal mm-hmm. is now all of a sudden legal. legal. You still have the, so it's kind of like when you think about, I, I'm going to put it together. We think about weed, right? Uh-huh. So it's like weed is starting to become legal in a number of places. Yes. But people still feel definitely like, but the person you buy it from don't have a license. Yeah. And they just, so you still feel like you're towing this. Now, I don't smoke, but I just feel like people, right, you know, right, right. You, yeah. again, you around things. So you just, right. you know, there's like this uh, air of, it's on the hush. Like, right. we don't know who your weed man is, but, <laughs> but, it's all, but then it's also, but it's like, bro, it's legal. It's only a hash. Right. You know what I'm but it's like, in your head, yeah. Next time, yeah. so you can't legislate morality. And if you felt like you've been doing something that was immoral all your life, or at least Jesus. all your adult life, then the moment that you enter into a covenant and it technically becomes a moral act, your your morality is still facts. It's still juggling, so it has it to be is. navigated. It does. It does. Oh my god, I have to ask this question so that we get out of the way because you yeah, already yeah. saying the stuff. I want to jump back into. Oh, okay, I'm with it. I'm with Last it. question: <laughs> What compelled you to join this conversation and on this platform? Um, I mean, so of course, of course, Alicia. I mean, we got a great, um, great <laughs> friendship. It's mm-hmm. been for years, and I'm not like a super uh, creative person or like a super like jump out the window. I'm very <laughs> like I stay within the framework. I I'm you know, so when people but I have a lot of relationships, a lot of friends where they will just jump out and try these new things. And I'm like, great. <laughs> because now I can latch on to it. I can come in <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go right back into my you know what I'm saying? So um it was it's kinda like that. It's kinda like one of those things where something I would never really think about doing and yeah. think about starting, but then you have a person who you trust mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. says this is something I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I, I I love intellectual conversation yes. and just like, you know, just kind of really digging into things more at the surface yeah. level. And so it was just like, yep, matches. Yeah. Matches. And that's what I told you. Like, he, like, this is one of the people who, when I first moved to KC, like, mm. it was a, a, 
a platonic friendship with the opposite sex that couldn't nobody tell me nothing about. Like we friend friends. Mm-hmm. Like that's fair. I was telling I was telling um Crystal before we hopped on, like he had like made sure I ate meals. Like if I didn't have money, like saved me from my parking lot because my little rav four <laughs> my little rav four could not get out the snow. Hey, it's been some time. Yeah. Some time. Or like I couldn't get out my parking lot so he came and picked me up from my house just so I could eat and then took me back home. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, I feel like it's rare that you find friendships like that. Yeah. Where, like, the the things creep in. It's like, oh, okay, well, maybe we're more than friends. No, this is my brother. Like, this That's is. true. Yeah. 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 But true. understanding, again, like, what you were just talking about, like, the safety and trust. Like, because of your character, I'm like, oh, no, like, no. Like, he going to come on. He going to be real. And we going to have a good conversation. Yeah. I'm with Tell it. the people what uh, kind of helped motivate um his voice, his vantage point for his, his specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, one because we have the aim right of hearing different voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm thinking about who are men in my life who I trust, who um will take it serious and will still have a level of vulnerability, mm-hmm. um, and actually has something to say. Like he was the first person that popped into my head. Yeah. Um, and I have seen some of his dating relationships. This is facts. <laughs> this is facts. I've seen some of his dating relationships. So, um, just understanding how he's maneuvered in relationships was also a draw. That was a good choice. That was a good choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> are y'all no, gonna tell right. us what, no no no, no. I'm, what was I the just, maneuver no, but i just the moving i feel maneuvering. like i don't know what other word i could use besides I mean, that yeah I, w- I wouldn't i wouldn't i'm not you know speaking of her her vantage point i would just say i i feel like maneuver is a good word because i think a lot of times people you know you you go into these relationships you kind of don't know what things will develop into mm-hmm. and then they do develop into something a lot of times there's just like this uh angst around like exes or this mm-hmm. this idea that like it didn't work out, so you it was a waste of my time and yeah. this is horrible and I wish I never met I don't I don't I don't have that with any person no. that wow. I can think of that I've ever have let me let me do my math. I'm gonna <laughs> make sure the math is math. It is. I, I can't I can't think of anybody that I currently like right now, if I call, just wouldn't be like, Hey, how you doing? You know, we could be cordial, we could speak, we could maybe even, you know, grab a couple like mm-hmm. there's no there's no bad blood that I could think of really wow. with anybody. And I think that doesn't mean that I mean the granted it's been time, right? So right. there's I mean time kinda time heals all wounds or time, you know, kinda flushes some of those things out. But I think when you move with a good um I could I could say I've never hurt anybody intentionally. Mm-hmm. And I think that that goes a long way. So when, you haven't been in the F boy activity. Um, that's, that's subjective. I, I would I would say this because <laughs> this is the thing. These that's one of those terms that it's like any time that somebody does because a lot of times people people will say okay well he did something that we didn't like or a girl is describing a situation to her friends at brunch like right now it's it's the middle of the day I don't know when it's the air but it's the middle of the day on a Sunday I'm sure that half the place in Kansas City is full of like people our age at brunch who are talking about, you know, ladies at brunch talking about what a man didn't do and that mm-hmm. became that boy activity. The reality is there's probably two sides to that story. One, 
Uh-huh. Fair. Two, there were probably contributing factors from her that she's not going to put in. That whoa, okay, Come okay, on. whoa, 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 We going to say we. No, that's oh, not negative. Okay. That's I feel like that's you got to say more about that. Oh, it's a fact. Like I mean, the things that women contribute in those situations, because we're used to hearing. He a f boy. He ain't right. No, your right. worth, girl. You right. don't need to. T- he toxic anyway. Right. You ain't more told him about all that right. stuff you did. The, so, e- the yeah. echo chamber. The echo chamber yeah. is loud and active. Mm. So, um, well, hold on. Do you feel like it's the same way? Like for guys, you, yes, I do. Um, Thank you. But I also feel like I feel like it depends. So, okay. So, two separate questions. So, one to reference to guys, I feel like it exists depending on that guy's circle. If a guy has Fair. a surface circle, <laughs> then yes, we can have a surface like, yeah. bro, she crazy. Bro, you need mm-hmm. to get away from her. There's too many chicks mm-hmm. out here. You need to just keep it pushing. Right. I didn't like that she did X anyway. Plus mm-hmm. her cousin didn't let me smash. So <laughs> we need, new, you know, new new chick brings new friends. <laughs> that circle is going to put you like, like, Oh my God. Okay. okay. But if you got a circle, like I definitely value, like I know we was talking about friendship, mm-hmm. but like I definitely also value my male like circle. Circle. Like yes. my male circle has gotten me through crazy times, and I feel like I've been there to help them through crazy times. Mm-hmm. And part of that uh, authenticity is us just really being honest with each other yes. and having that accountability. Whether it's around like your relationships or your your children, your mm-hmm. responsibilities as a man. So it definitely, when you have that, it don't make it easy for you to just go and be like, "Bro, she did this, 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 and that." Yeah. Somebody at that table is gonna be like. Accountability. Mm. Nah, we mm. met her. We've been around her. It don't sound like that. What? She didn't just do that out of nowhere. What? And then again, if you're gonna keep your spot in the authenticity close circle, mm. the vulnerability has to come into play. Where you like, okay, well, I did have, you know, I might have swiped right on a few things, or I, Wait a on minute, an app can't... I should even have been on. Like, this is really happening. I feel with yeah, the men. I feel like yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, I feel like I feel like the idea that men are just. Um, stoic and don't have a full range mm, of emotions ding, 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 or don't have a full like circle of accountability. I feel like that's a that's a misnomer. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that it don't exist, but I feel like whenever we have, and I know we'll get into other conversations later about just like culture, mm-hmm. but I feel like the idea of trying to constantly um, regulate the masses is pointless. Yeah. Like I'm not interested in what the culture of men are saying or the culture oh of women are God. saying. I'm interested in my circle, oh the my people God. who I'm going to do life with and what our quality and our benchmarks and our standards are. Sir. And I think the same thing for women. Sir. You see why I wanted them? Sir. <laughs> you see? Sir. Because Y'all can't see her face right now, but these sirs sir. is coming with like a look like. I'm because, <laughs> because I feel like. And so here's the thing. And we going we gonna to keep it a book with y'all. We did intentionally tell him. <laughs> To listen to the high value man episode. If you haven't heard it, trigger warning. Trigger warning for some of y'all. Some of y'all, for y'all some fine. Of y'all. It was That's it wasn't exactly. a trigger warning for me at all. But I understand I wasn't the person being aimed at. So correct. Clearly, you have to have some empathy there. But I feel like drawing from that, this he's man is very emotionally intelligent. He is. Jesus. I appreciate that. But here's the thing: by those standards, his experience is anecdotal. Well, can you talk about how you experienced the episode? So, um, so one, I don't, I, now this is, this is the first thing. If the idea is that as the quote unquote kind of sound mind in the situation, and I would, I would completely disagree. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I definitely think that usually the answer is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I think the episode Fair. was full of that where you had like a polarizing mm-hmm. topic. 
Right. That you both sides kind of have to lean in in order right. for us to yes, come to an agreement. That's good. And when you refuse to lean in on either side, like we just refuse to Fact. get ground, yeah. it's kind of like a game of tug of war that's just never going to end. And eventually yeah. we're just going to both be tired and be like, let's just put it down the rope. We really need to get <laughs> Like, and so I feel like that's kind of how I felt about it. It's like you're never going to. Um, our life experiences are too opposite the way yeah. we experience um, our day-to-day life, but also just like our upbringing. It's just way too mm. separate. Yeah. So we are on like super far sides of this rope. And if we're not a- willing to lean in on any point, it's like, I don't want to give up ground. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to being like, okay, are, are we trying to like come to a resolution or mm-hmm. are we trying to be right? Ooh. Because there were two very different, and I'm not saying on either side. I'm no, not saying that's on his fair. side at all. I'm that's a good question for us. I always, you know, I think that that's an important. It's because it comes, like I said, it comes back down to intention. Yeah. So if you come in with the right intention, and the intention is to reach resolution, I have no problem in giving ground about being right if I feel like your point is valid. Because right. I'm like, if you know, the goal is to reach resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I come in to be right. Mm-hmm. Then I have no room for for mm-hmm. grace or mm-hmm. empathy or I I can't I can't move because mm-hmm. if I move off my square, then I'm I'm losing my intent my intentionality was to be right and I cannot move from this position yeah. no matter how much you give. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I know like it was kind of ringing around like Kevin Samuels and I know that's like a controversial thing, um, and I do have a lot of thoughts on that. But I will say <laughs> I want to hear him. I mean, we can get into it. I'm open. I'm open. I want to hear Sunday, him. I got plenty of time. So. At least you say he your frat brother. He is a noob. He is a noob. Or he, 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 he was noob. Rest in peace. Uh, you know, but I, but I mean, that's again, that's subjective. Like it's, it's plenty of people that fly the same flag with all kind of different beliefs. So come on. Um, I mean, that's like saying he's a Christian. It's just like it's yeah. plenty of people yeah. that that claim to be uh, something. Not to say that he wasn't noob. No disrespect. Um, but I do feel like part of what he interjected into a very subjective conversation was the idea of like a framework for just like, he said, okay, this is our data. This is our statistics. This is the reality of what we're currently dealing with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that's always a good place to start if you're trying to have a logical conversation to reach a resolution. Okay. So, because again, if we, if we go through, I'm not saying it's anecdotal, but if we're looking at everybody's lived experience it's just too much to put in the like we're not gonna it get really anywhere. is it's this was much. the conversation that he and i uh trevor is who we're referencing from the previous episode had after the fact where i was saying like you know god bless this man in all of his endeavors i don't um necessarily disagree with a lot of what he was saying mm-hmm. i disagree with his delivery correct at the same time like he had like something like a million subscribers and mm-hmm. i'm thinking to myself that doesn't even represent, you know, uh, yeah. that's not a big enough pool for me, for you to speak for me. Mm. Well, but okay. So, and, and, and again, I don't know this guy from, he can walk in right now. I wouldn't know if it was him. So I'm sorry to this man. But I feel like, <laughs> uh, I feel like, again, it's one of those things where, and that was the other thing too. Like Kevin Samuels is trying to, it was his intention was to try to reach as many people as he could through this message. Mm-hmm. And we understand that there is a macro sense of like this negative dynamic but and kind of battle, right, between black men and black women specifically. But again, I think I think just like anything, the change that you are trying to see in the world still starts like in your home. Mm-hmm. So it's like the idea of trying to solve a mil- even a million people's problems or change a million people's minds 
I'm not saying that it's not work that's worth doing. I just don't think it will ever. It's you're never going to get that tug of war across the other side. Mm-hmm. It's too big. So you have to, it has to be incremental. And Especially if your delivery is demeaning and disrespectful and dishonorable. True. But I also feel like part of his, and again, this is not a defense, it's just my opinion. Okay. Part of his delivery was also a marketing strategy. Okay. That's well, fair. Right? Like, we have to be honest about the fact that a headline that says, um, personal stylist and motivational relationship coach uh, gracefully explains the dynamic of high value men. I got you. To sustain. <laughs> nobody's clicking on. That. I got you. Nobody's clicking on. I got you. Like this is nobody's clicking on this, right? So Alicia yeah. laughing because this is why she be doing the titles of our shows <laughs> yes. in a catchy way. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay. Also, y'all, y'all already have a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so nobody's clicking on that. So I do. I mean, I, and, I, and this is where I think again. Uh, being able to just like think critically and and think for yourself more than anything that's is good. important because mm-hmm. the, you have to put all the factors into play. Right. Yeah. So it's like yes, this man is saying these things, mm-hmm. but it's also wrapped in um, something that's marketable, sensationalism, that's sensationalism. So and I, and he would say that all the time. Where it's like, oh, he did. You know, the, well, he would say things like, you know, you came to this video or somebody came to the video. Because they saw the title and they was like, "Oh hell no!" Like, hey, right. no I got you. Clicked on it, so number one, already wow. got you. Right. This is mission accomplished, <laughs> right? But then you click on it, and then he's giving like, "Okay, this is the data statistics about this," or "This is what uh, the average male thinks about this." Mm-hmm. And then the woman begins to open up her mind to like, "I came here to bash you," but after listening, like, especially with it being long form, which is also another thing right. that we don't traditionally do. Like, it's starting to become more of a thing with more. What's podcasts. this long form content? Is, so it's not yeah. like a thirty second clip of like oh. women ain't. Yeah. and men are great I got you, I got you, I got you. it's like this is a three hour long got thing mm-hmm. right so it's like after listening to that the woman might could again give up some ground because her intention this is actually what Trevor said to me later he was okay. like this man is helping countless black women in a way that we have not been able to reach them before and women are calling him crying him thanking him mm-hmm. for the way that he has impacted their love life mm-hmm. and I couldn't see that like you said maybe in me not trying to give up ground I'm like helping them how he talks crazy to no, me no but okay so I okay so I agree with the statement but I, I think it can't live in a vacuum he is helping but he's also demeaning, which is never okay to do because it's oh, do already you nothing feel me? in the world. Yeah. So I, but I do feel like let's just like into some granular things to okay. like for him to verbalize what the average salary of a black man in the United States is mm. alone was probably, and I think it was like somewhere in like the fifties, mm-hmm. right? Is like I open into a lot of women who, especially who, who younger women mm-hmm. who are maybe like still in college and don't really okay. have a good vantage point of like, this is how much air conditioning costs. Yeah. Like this is how much a gallon of gas yeah. costs. And this is what it costs to live in this state versus this state. But right. see, his audience doesn't seem to be younger women. I True. think that's really fascinating because the age group that he's speaking to, it seems would understand like day to day, not, this is not how really, much though, no because he okay so he he would give these ranges of like okay if you're in this zone to this zone you should be definitely like you're good but you should be looking towards marriage if you in this zone to this zone which is like older range then it's like marriage is like an immediate like you need to be on it like tomorrow because oh, you're you running up, out of time you're getting older okay and then mm-hmm. like if you up here then it's like uh you kind of missed it so Dang. i feel like he was poking at all ranges but again he's marketing mm. and every click no matter what age you are counts. you're right 
So the grain of salt is, is important. But I think I think things like that of of it brought it brought women into the conversation from a very literal thing. Like I think the real world and this is not again in a negative way to speak towards women's life, but I think the real world hits men quicker. Ooh. Sometimes than it hits Say a lot of women. more there. So okay, so like the idea that if a woman is like twenty eight mm-hmm. and still lives at home or mm-hmm. her dad still pays oh, her fair. and her cell she's still on the cell phone building insurance with yes. her parents. No one cares. There's no guy on earth that's yes. like I'm not dealing with her because <laughs> her dad pays she's on her yes. mama's family plan. You're right. We don't care. You're right. But if you met a man You're right. who was twenty eight and he didn't have his Ooh. own car or his own home, or he was calling his mom to see yep. uh, if the insurance covers this You're or right. if his cell phone plan includes that. You would be like, he's not a man. Yes. So the real Ooh. world, in a not only in a in a financial way, but just in a what it actually takes in order to is that what terms. he means when he says he Trevor says women want a man with money. Um, I, I won't speak to to what he meant specifically, but I think I think the idea is. That if you begin the conversation with, okay, it takes X amount to live the kind of life that you yes. desire to live. Yes. But then only this minuscule amount of people make that actually make that. Yeah. And then you also want him to be your age. So yeah. you're 28. You want him to be 28. Mm-hmm. But then you want to live in a three-family home and have yeah, four yeah, kids yeah, 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 in yeah. Los Angeles. Kevin Samuels is saying that's not real. He's saying he's saying that. he's not saying that it's not realistic. He's saying that the pool of men that can provide this is so small small that one, you're doing yourself a disservice by not getting rid of some of this or at least being willing to get with a man and and grow with it. Maybe you need to do this. He did. No, 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 I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this at all. I don't need to do this at all because I, 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 okay, I don't want to say like I don't care, but I don't like my goal is to find my people. Yes. Yeah. I, I have no desire to be even known by a million people. The like, mass. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, Kemp. Here's the thing. We always got these people. Let me be careful. I've been getting crazy. too hyped sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm trying to work on that. Yeah. It just seems to me, oftentimes in many contexts, the people with the mic, I'd be like, can you pass it to someone <laughs> who going to say, and, ma- and, and again, it's not you. that what he's saying is wrong, is wrong yeah. or right. untrue. It's just the delivery. I get that it gets clicks. I get that it gets mm. likes. I get that it gets shares. Right. It just seems to be tearing at the fiber of what we say we want to build mm. in relationship to one another, mm-hmm. in our family systems, in our communities. Like we're working against what I you're agree. saying you're promoting. I, well, okay. Yes, yes, but it's, it's kind of okay. like a both and. Like okay. I agree with what you're saying. But I also think that the way that we pacify these Ooh. conversations also makes it to where we never get to the meat of what needs to happen. Oh my god! Right. So if I if, if I said um, again, like if if I made it, if I if I was to say what I'm the way that I'm voicing it now, okay, I do think you would probably get a better. Um, you wouldn't get the visceral response okay. that you get from a lot of women. Okay. But at the same time, would you get the um, would you really change minds? Nope. Or would that's it just be like Trevor a cool conversation? Too. Yeah. And then we would move on from it and be like, yeah. okay, but that's them though. I'm yeah. still fine. And that's the thing is like, yeah. everybody has this, like that's them. 
But yeah. I'll still somehow. I'm the be, exception, which I'm is why exception. he kept calling she and I anecdotal. Well, but again, I'm not. I'm not trying to validate what he's saying because I do think. I think again, it's 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 about the goal. Like if I'm trying to have a conversation about what y'all life has been, like y'all have clearly navigated this. Y'all, I believe you may right. Yeah. So yeah, y'all are both married. Y'all have y'all. So in in this marketplace, y'all have successfully kind of like made y'all claim and, and succeeded mm-hmm. in the situation. So. The reality of the situation, though, is that if you're if he's marketing to a group of people that haven't, mm. it's not that your experience becomes anecdotal. It's just not the target market. Right. Yeah. Like you already married. You figured out whatever. Either you were the exception or you figured out how to navigate it and just got out early enough. Do you feel like it's dangerous for I don't that's a that's a heavy word. But um, I think now being married i'm newly Mm. married but i think now being married it's like i immediately lost a lot of credibility in these single circles like you can no longer speak i mean i was single yesterday from women but you can never you can no longer but probably only from women really why you why do you think that is though what 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 what, what do you tell me okay you trying to say they jealous no i'm not i'm not again i'm not here (laughs) is that what you think Mm. <laughs> I won't say that it's jealousy, but I do feel like there is this dang I want that too, and so maybe it's this feeling of like she's going. To, she has now left me behind, even if that's not how you said it, mm. even if that's not how you behaved. Yeah. Like there is this idea of we're on two different playing fields now, yeah. and you don't get it. That's crazy but but to okay, me. which is. Okay, but she said, like she said, she said she was single. You know, so like I was just single yesterday. I was unmarried. And I was single right? for a really long time. For a really time. long time. So how is it that two weeks of marriage eliminates potentially right. 30 years or, you know, yeah. your whole adult life of singleness, yeah. right? Okay, and I, what I would say to that is it becomes a lot easier if for that circle to continuously continue to go to brunch like they have right now mm-hmm. and say that those men don't exist mm-hmm. if we're not talking about the fact that you just got married. Mm. Like it's hard to say it's no good man left in Kansas City after going to your wedding because you just found a good man in Kansas City and married him, which disproves my theory. And now I have to look at me. And, and that's strange wrong. to me. Okay, there you go. Because yep. I was about to say, right. why would you not want that hope? Because but you're you, because you might not really be because you might not really want to change. There you go. And I feel like this is Ooh. where this is where the men are like. So one of the things about this conversation specifically is like it's the weirdest thing in the world to hear like the echo chamber of. Uh, it's no men that are this, 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 and that. I'm mm-hmm. so sick of this conversation. Because, well, but okay, so you sick of it, but imagine how sick of it you would be if you were that guy. Ooh. Imagine how sick of it you would be if you were going places to listen to a conversation about the fact that you don't exist. And you like, do y'all see me? Hello? No, no, I'm definitely not like that. Because, not you, <laughs> because but the proverbial you. Proverbial you yeah. is definitely like, but I think, I think the proverbial me, even so, is still just like, if that's how you feel, we would probably nowhere. rather not be seen anyway. Correct. Because oh, I don't buy you. I just I don't I don't care to have to reinvigorate your desire to be optimistic about me. Really? No. Like like I think that's a I think that's a farce. Like one who has time. Like I'm not about to. No, we're not doing that. Like, Wait. like I'm not Shamar Moore. This is not a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> I'm not, 
Like, I'm not about to be following you around for work, trying to offer you a ride while you don't want to. Like, no. It's not Wait, now you got to pause. Yeah. No. Yes, that definitely happens. You got to pause. Okay, go ahead. Wait a minute. So you saying that she got to be heel hold and whatever before. No, I don't feel like nobody is, is fully heel fully hold. That's a pro- that's a lifelong process. Okay. And it probably would become easier to do once you do have your person. But you do have to come from a baseline of I earnestly believe that there are well-intentioned, well-balanced, good men who are who exist. Mm-hmm. So why do you think women don't have that baseline? Because, a lot of women also. Well, you have to one you have to ask them. I feel like one of the the disservices men do sometimes is to try to speak to okay, how that's women fair. feel without, you know what I mean, like they would mm-hmm. need to to voice their their own their own reality. Okay. Um cuz I you have to respect a person's lived experience. It You're doesn't right. mean that you have to agree agree with it or that you have to embrace it and try to Accept it and then take it on in your life and bear that weight, but mm-hmm. you do have to respect that it is. Okay, can I ask a different question? Absolutely. Can you say more about how you experience women who are not there yet? Um, and I want the women to hear this because I think that we, yeah. a lot of women, a lot of my single friends, are weary of hearing something's wrong with you. That's why you ain't got no man. Got it. So I don't. So I experience. Um, one, I will say the first thing is, and this is part of the baseline, I experience every new woman that I encounter as a new individual. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's only fair to give a person, if I never met you, you have a blank slate with me until mm-hmm. you change that slate. Yeah. Now, we all know that that slate can change extremely, like it can Quick. change in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but, if, um, but it's that you have a blank slate. The way I would say I probably would experience that woman is, um, one, it would depend on my interest level. And then two, if we have a conversation and I begin to pick up on those things, what I'm really looking for is just, is there any room in there for you to actually, for me to challenge that perception oh. in, a, in, a, in a tangible way? Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't want to necessarily get into, I have no desire to try to defend an entire race of men. That's good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that like I don't, like I'm clearly a black man. I have, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in a fraternity. I have, you know, mm-hmm. vast um community of black men but i also feel like as a man it's your responsibility to maintain your square first and then the men that you choose to be next to you also maintain their squares and then before you know it you have a community of men who believe who have a certain level of belief and understanding and this is how we move in Mm -hmm. and i can't give you an explanation for why you know so-and-so in the 10th grade. What would you say to a friend? What would you say? Like you and Alicia had a friendship. Mm -hmm. What would you say to a female friend who, cause I'm even thinking about like, we've, I've said this on the show, a different episode before. I remember at a point, a light bulb going off for me in that, like there were times with my husband that I was warring against the entire patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And he's looking at me like, no, that's not me, though. And I'm yep. like, oh, yeah. So what would you say to a friend, maybe? Not in the context of dating, but a friend who's struggling with that. Um, I, w- I would just say that if you know, like, okay. I would say that if you know that that is not for you, you have to wait to find what is for you. Like, I can't, I could go, like, I, I could be right now just saying, the whole, you know, I'm not, I'm single because everybody is wanting to be Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and Hot Girl Summer and, and just, you know, 
I could do that. Mm -hmm. And there is some truth to that Mm -hmm. argument. But I know that that's not for me. Like mm-hmm. none, nothing about that is attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I was younger, I might would have spent a weekend with it a day, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like now, I'm not. I have zero interest. Mm-hmm. And so, because I know that that's not for me, even if that is a large percentage, or maybe a larger percentage of women than we would like it to be, I'm not focused over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like um, a lot of times, again, it's the, the idea that we want to change everybody. So it's like, we as black women feel this way. So then y'all as black men need to do this, Um. that you can, you can have that argument and die on that hill if you choose to, what I would rather choose to do is walk away from my corner. You walk away from your corner and then you look over and realize like all them is like that, but he is doing something different. He's keeping his head down. He's working. He's taking care of his responsibilities. And I like that. Okay. And I'm hoping to look over the hill and see like everybody got hot girl summer and everybody's doing a, you know, men ain't, ain't S H I T whatever. <laughs> and I don't know if y'all cussing. So I'm just, you I'm can, it's okay. Okay. And so, uh, like I spelled it as if kids is going to be hilarious. So, uh, but I'm hoping to look over there and just see you and be like, they are on that. But like, she is not engaged. Mm. she is trying to like there's still room there Mm -hmm. for me to walk across and just introduce myself to her Mm -hmm. and then hope that we can create a new role i hear what you're saying i feel like trevor almost uh, for a second like i hear what you're saying okay it's not realistic i don't even want to say it's not realistic because it happened to me at the same time i'm thinking and my mind always goes here so just you know this Mm. is part of my issue um I think that there are a lot of women who want to be able to uh, look over the hill and Mm -hmm. be able to perceive any man in the way that you're describing. But there have been a lot of barriers for her to experience any man in that way. What are her barriers? Trauma. Um, She does trust these women on this hill. Mm-hmm. That's who, that's who rock with her. That's who been with her. That's been, that's who been helping her with her kids. That's who been, you know, mm-hmm. with her on sleepless nights. So she trusts this circle. This is her community. Fair. She feels safety there, security there where she has not with men, right? Their fathers, um, maybe for some women, other men, male influences in their lives. Right. So to, to the, the ability to even perceive a man in that way, I think a lot of times eludes some women. That could be true, but is that f- so? I think that those are things that you have to work through before you walk across the hill. Yeah, because you're right. if I'm on the other side of that hill, okay, so this can be controversial, but I deserve better. You do. Ooh, I deserve and you, you a do. Version you do, and she deserves better. I don't know if she knows it, but she if she deserves better, and I'm willing to walk across, so mm-hmm. her better is there. Mm-hmm. The question is, is mine Ooh, because she sir. still, if she views me and again, I'm, it's not to ignore her real, her lived experience. That's, that's a real thing. Yeah. But at the same time I could say, okay, so, okay, let's, 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 let's reframe okay. the Kevin Samuels thing. The whole, the whole thing that everybody was like, Oh, somebody must've hurt him. He couldn't get no chicks when he was, you know, he was a nerd. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Okay. All could be true. At the end of the day, if he had properly dealt with that trauma, his reaction to how he 
interpreted women would, would not be so visceral. For example, yeah. when a woman raised her voice, he would not have to go to 10 with her. Yes. Right? And so that is a... I'm, I'm, I don't want to say a feminine response because then that puts a negative mm-hmm. thing toward it. It's women. a trauma response. But it's a trauma response. Yeah. It's a trauma response, right? So, so that's not resolved. Right. Okay, so before you go into a situation like that, if you're coming from a fair baseline, you have to have a certain level of respect for women. Yeah. Um, you have to, you know, believe that in spite of you and your mother's relationship, you and your ex's relationship, the girl who didn't date you and slept with the football player instead, the, all of those situations that mm-hmm. men encounter, the girl who gave you the fake number at the club, the girl who, you know, slept with your best friend after you've been talking to whatever it happened to you, you got to deal with that, bro. You have to be able to deal with that and then see this woman that's walking up to you right now for oh, who she good. is. How did you do that? How did you deal with so, that? So, thankfully, I didn't have those experiences. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have, look at God. Okay. I, I, have a, I have a great relationship with my mother. Okay. Um, great relationship with my father. They're still married to this day. They went through their, their things, but they've been able to uh, be a great example. I have, I don't have any... Um, like I didn't grow up with like sisters and things like mm-hmm. that in the household, but I definitely still have great relationships. Like, I mean, like Alicia is a great, you know, great female friend. Mm-hmm. And then also even in past, like to my knowledge, I've never been cheated on. So <laughs> okay. if, uh, if I'm wrong, you know, text you me, you let me know. You I mean, oh, you should tell me at this point, <laughs> at we this not, point, you know, Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. We out here. Um, but, uh, so I don't have like that, that like, Oh, I got to come back from, you know, this deep trauma that I need to heal. I, I can honestly say, and I, and I feel like I don't, I don't, I can't say how many people will say it. It feels funny to say from a single perspective, but I have been loved well Mm. in my relationships. The women who I have took to a certain level, um, and actually built relationship with were good, were good women, Mm um, who I feel like for the most part had good intentions and it just didn't it work out for one reason or the other. The natural response would be like, well, if you had all these good women, then why the hell is you single? Mm-hmm. Two good people does not necessarily mean that they should spend the rest of their life together. Come on. Um, I learned from those things. Those things helped make me who I am. I would say, I would think that if they were here, they would say that they learned as well. Um, I don't feel like it was time wasted. That's like one of my yeah. things of women. Like don't, don't spend two years with, if you spent two years with, with, a quality man and then y'all didn't get married and you felt like your time was wasted, you were not tapped into that relationship. That's good. Wow. Because if you did not learn anything, if you did not grow, if you did not take anything from it that you would take into a marriage, you were not present. And just mm. because it like it's not it's we not in high school. Like just because you in the room does not mean that you were present. I got you. And so just because you sat somewhere for a certain amount of time, if you feel like you wasted that time you either was with the wrong person or you wasn't really tapped into learning. Mm-hmm. Any person that I've ever been with, I have, and I literally could go down a list, naturally I won't, but uh, like I could, I'm picturing like what I've learned from this person yeah. or what they've sh- or some of my blind spots where they were like, you it's don't it. see that. Mm-hmm. Like as a, as a larger black man, um, you don't think about safety the same way that a woman does. You don't mm-hmm. think about vulnerability the same way that a woman Ooh, does. Oh, can you talk about that? Um, yeah. So like I've had, so like just simple stuff in terms of like, uh, one thing that kind of, that comes to mind is like, I definitely, so like, you know, you, you have your own place and a woman is like coming over she's going to spend a night, but maybe like she leaves her bag in the car. She don't realize until it's time to go to bed. So it's like maybe one in the morning and she's like, oh, I don't have my bag is in the car. And in my mind, I'm like, go get it. <laughs> 
in her mind, she's like, it's one in the morning. The car's outside. Like, sir. Okay. And right, right. Her face is like, can't see her face is like, bro. Well, okay. But, but this is what I'm saying. So, but in my head, I'm thinking if I needed to go get somebody the car, to, I just, just go, go get, get it. it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have grow up with sisters. I'm, so these are the type of things where as men, sometimes it's not, it's like you have to charge to the head and not the heart. It's That's not good. that I'm trying to be insensitive, mm-hmm. but it's not my lived experience. And mm-hmm. I don't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to spend time around women who can then educate you. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's a visceral response even to that because women have like, you should just know. And it's like, no, I've been a, a big <laughs> my whole life. Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> die. I don't think about, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get this bag. If you run up, we see what's, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. be what it's going to be. Right. I'm not looking for it. But yeah. so, but in her mind, she's like, I'm a woman. It's, it's one in the morning. Like this is clearly a time for you right. to put on your man suit and go walk out and get this bag. from. This the is why I asked the question too, even about like um, these women who have a hard time perceiving you as safe. Because um, we even had a a conversation off air with a a guest we just uh, recently recorded with Nikita Haney. Um, Go check out that episode on dismantling sexual sexual shame. shame. But one of the conversations. These titles, like, (laughs) I ain't even heard it, but the title is like. She named her own episode. Yeah. But um, so we talked about, you know, she's a single woman, beautiful, mm-hmm. brilliant, you know, just brilliant. Like, and she's single. Okay. And so a lot of times, you know, these conversations come up with, with our single friends mm-hmm. as to like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that she and I got to talk about was uh, me being newly married. I'm coming to learn there's so much that my husband and I are developing in now, like things mm-hmm. that I would have expected him to have and know. Yes. You know, I, this is my list. Before we get married, you need to pop, 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 you know. Right. And now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, no, I got to give him some room to grow into that. Right. And nobody told me that. Like, nobody okay. taught me, like, no, it's some stuff that you're going to have to develop into right. and some stuff he going to have to develop into. And your marriage will be the context by which you mm-hmm. do that. So I think like a lot of single women are looking for everything on the list because right. that's what we are being taught. Yeah. He needs to have. Bop, bop, bop. Right. So then when he doesn't, it does feel like, well, something's off. Something's wrong with him. Mm. Something, you know. And so then I don't feel that sense of safety. I don't feel that sense of security. Right. So. And then also you do have these experiences that you're filtering through like mm. with the F boys and your mm. dad who wasn't there and whatever. Right. Reinforcing this idea. Right. So it's like uh, having a man, cause I really believe like my husband in a lot of ways did have to look over the hill and say, she not quite there yet, but I got I can, this. I can do it. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, like. Which kudos to him for for taking for like doing kudos it. Kudos mm-hmm. to my. Mans, shout out to you, okay? bro. I don't know you, but shout out to yes, you. Yes, God, help him. Yes, cause he need help. Cause I know. Bro, I'm giving I'm giving him a shout out. She like he need help. No, 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 no. He need help because because of her. Okay, 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 got you. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I'm trying no. to make you up, bro. Yes, big him okay. up. He need it because he is big. Okay, hallelujah. I'm just I'm just all about I'm all about people who look over the hill. Yeah, I'm all about people who are willing to still be optimistic in a pool of yeah. just visceral, pessimistic, yes. negative, yes. 
filth. Like, yeah. that's really what it has eroded to at this point. Yeah. And so when people still are just like, hmm, 98% of them could be that way. But I still feel, it's like, I just, I, I admired that. Especially I when it works too. out. And yeah. let me tell you how he got me. Okay. He looked over the hill and he didn't see negative, pessimistic mm-hmm. filth. He saw that I was terrified. Okay, that's fair. He ta- he literally, he said to me, he had heard a sermon at church, and it was, the pastor said something about a deer. Okay. And he was like, you know how deer are just very, like, hypervigilant. They're always mm-hmm. on, if mm-hmm. they hear any little noise, they're, <laughs> yep. you know. And he said, I feel like you're the deer. And I'm standing here saying, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to feed you. Yep, yep. And I broke into a million pieces because yes. I said he doesn't, he's looking at me and he doesn't perceive me as my trauma, yep. my drama, my ratchet, my, I, you know, I didn't grow up with no mom and daddy yep. in the house who taught me, you know, he didn't see, he saw, she's terrified to trust me. Right. Even though I mean her no harm. Right. And so his mission, even to this day, I still have moments where I revert and regress, yes. you know, yeah. and he literally is looking at me with Come his hands back. up Come like it's me. Yes, it's me. I'm not him. I'm not them. And ah, help me. Yeah. It gets me every time. Yes. But if I did like I would be that woman on the hill mm-hmm. stuck yes. if he couldn't see me like that. Yes. And I'm thinking about my friends on the hill. Fair. And I want them to have that. Mm-hmm. And they just don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the and the relief, like I can see it when I, as I'm listening to you, that you feel uh, because you're not still on the hill, yeah. And how it feels to be able to come down it, and especially after being married, and feel like I, it's a it's it's a beautiful thing to know that you've been somewhere that you will never have to return to. Oh my mm. god! And the way that you can move forward, knowing that you never have to go back, is so liberating. So, yeah, I do think people should feel that. Um, and I think I think it goes both ways, though, because like you said, you yeah. said, you know, you said you knew that he just he was there with open arms, but he did not necessarily know it's going to take time. Right. For yes. him to be able to. I'm sure it did take time for yes. for him to be like, these are her triggers. This yes. this is what, you know, moves her and so on and so forth. And I think one is a lot of people don't take that time. Right. And then two is that kudos to you for being willing to try it because mm-hmm. you like him being there with open arms is one thing. You still have to walk into the That's arms. That's true. Right. And you still have to say, um, this is this is mm-hmm. this is my kind of this is my recipe. Right? Like this is what makes me. You saying something because I had to leave some friends on the hill who would have talked me out of exactly. It. And this is this is critical. Jesus. So if there's that's actually okay. That you asked the question earlier of what would I tell um, a, a female friend who is in this uh, state? Mm-hmm. And the state I would say, or the answer I would say, is actually what she just said. Leave the friends on the hill who will not walk down. When you find a person at the who is will, who is looking over the hill for you, and he has spotted you, and he has his arms open, mm. and he is trying, it is imperative. Yeah. As lonely as it might feel, they're mm. gonna call you a pick oh, me. Oh, you guys make me. They're talk. gonna Somehow. isolate you. 
men, because men see this. Men see this all the time. They're gonna they're gonna call you a pick me. They're gonna isolate you. They're gonna tell you sit down um, that it's not worth men. it, and they're gonna be waiting on you to come back to the brunch that they at right now to have the men ain't shit conversation. They like they like okay, we gonna save your seat because in two years you coming back to brunch. Okay, and you have to be because this is the thing. Oh my god! Even if you end up, and I'm and, I, and I'm not speaking anything on your marriage, so we'll say proverbially another just in general. Even if that mm-hmm. woman ends up, uh, if it if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. it was still worth the walk. Yes. And this is where I think a lot of women who are stuck on the hill. It's why it's oh, easier it's why to say that these men don't exist. Oh. And it's why they don't, they, they immediately boot you out of the conversation oh. the moment that you got married because you walked. <laughs> and in order, and so at that moment, our distance is now further, it's far <laughs> apart because you walked. So I either have to begin to open my mind up to the possibility of walking or I have to kick you off this hill immediately. Oh there is no in between. Sir, I'm. I can't take anymore. I need a second. <laughs> I need a second. It's a very real thing. And this is where, this is where it's like, it's frustrating for men because sometimes there's so many things that women are doing to each other that we don't have the authority or capacity oh my God. to call out. <gasps> Wait, but can you help tell us? We're going to give you But we could. Okay, so this, so this sounds good in this context yeah, because yeah. we're not connected in any way. Okay, tell But me. if I was your guy, mm-hmm. like if your husband was saying this to you, yeah, yeah. as you were thinking about walking down the hill, so he's dating you, he's texting you, y'all good morning, how was your day? Y'all are, y'all are building, right? And you are kind of like, you at brunch and you hearing the conversation of men ain't shit, but you also like are getting his text where he's like, "Did you eat today?" You oh yeah, I'm at brunch and I'm actually da 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 da. But in the but you still got old girl in the ear like I just went out yesterday. He didn't do this. He didn't pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. He didn't pick me up. He didn't yada 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 yada. Mm-hmm. And now you are trying to decide like you either got to like be in this headspace to answer this text. I had a great day. I'm actually a bunch of my friends. I would like to see you later. Um, let's 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 oh get our stuff God. ready for the week. Or to tap into her and be like, he didn't pick you up. He didn't have no money. You got to figure out who you, like you because this is happening oh in your God. life at the same time. Okay. And if you are in that moment, if the man says, so I've experienced this. I'm gonna just be let's yes, be vulnerable. Okay. So and then this is why I mean it might sound passionate, but this is why. So I've had this situation to where I was I was in a relationship mm-hmm. with a person who had this kind of a circle. Um, and part of the issue that I found regularly was that if we was just us and we were kicking it, we were in our space, we was fine. Because mm-hmm. I'm a very passive, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch all your silly shows. I'm, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have said silly. I'm going to watch your <laughs> shows that I'm going like to watch your shows that I don't care nothing about. Yes. I'm going to try this recipe that you found on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to go to this wine thing, even though I don't really drink wine like that. <laughs> I'm going to do all of the little things that you, because really what I'm about is the fact that I got you. you. I can really, mm-hmm. the rest of it is relevant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to do those things, but we was good in that space. But the moment that you go to the brunch mm. and you sit in that table for two or three hours mm. about that, and now you try in the little 15-minute drive home to clear and cleanse all of that 
and then step back into a good space with me so we can finish watching our show. You can't flip the switch. Sir, it's getting real spiritual. You can't you can't you can't flip the switch. Oh god. And so because of this, now it's kind of like now you walking around my house Woo! talking about what men ain't. ain't. Oh my god. And I can't do that. Like that's not that's not what we do at this. Address. No, not here. Because I know what I'm intentionally doing to try to be this person. Yeah. I know the men that I surround myself with. And it's not that we perfect, mm-hmm. but we are striving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know the books that's on my bookshelf. And I know yeah. what chapter I'm on. And I know <laughs> like what I'm trying to be for you and what I'm trying to grow into. I know the vision that I'm trying to not only build for my life and I'm seeing how you fit in it mm-hmm. and everything that you are bringing back from this brunch is contradictory to that. Yeah. But yeah. yet you at the same time are telling me that you're here for it. Mm-hmm. And the cautionary tale of a man is and whether you want to go biblical is inviting that or allowing that spirit to dwell in my house. in your house and in your circle and in your spirit you're and right. in your mentality of what you're trying to do. Right. It's like we, it can't happen. You can't. Mm-mm. And so again, if I am as a man say, well, you shouldn't. Every time you go to brunch, you come back as a problem. You need to stop going to that. That's brunch. what you mean by the authority. If you don't I have. if I do that, yeah, then it's like he trying to he controlling, yeah, he controlling, yeah. He just don't like her, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know her because, like you said. She was with you when you had your first yeah. baby. She was there. She done, So y'all bond is deep. Yeah. Me and you are building. Your bond with her is built. Yeah. So for me to speak against the brunch, yeah. and, which is really, you know, can sometimes be the round table of just visceral, anti-whatever, yeah. comes off as like I'm, I'm in it for myself. You're right. I live this. So somebody else has to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. You're right. And That's if you don't wisdom, have the right sir. community... If you don't, because that's what he went back to in the mm-hmm. beginning. He knows the men that he has around him. He knows that the accountability is there. And just because you built their relationships with your girls that was on the hill don't mean that they are built for the accountability for you. Or they might be built for where you were, but they're not built for where, where you yes. go. That's so this is, yes. the, and this is, and this is normal. Like, like, okay. Absolutely. So, again, so like back to the duality, right? Like people, you in seasons. And I, and I, I talk about this all the time because I definitely went through a season where it was just like, um, I don't want to even make it sound like dramatic, but just like did not have like focus. Okay. It was like, we just, we just getting through the day. We, we going to work. We do what we got to do. We enjoying ourselves. When something pops up, I'm, I'm seeing what's to it. This chick pops up. I'm seeing what's to her. No like, intentionality. It is what it is. No intentionally. You just, you just coasting. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like, I mean, that's a natural day to day thing yeah. that we do, but at the same time, you still, as a as an adult, you should have like this overarching. Yeah. This is where I'm trying to get. This is where I'm coming from, and this is where I am. Right. And I didn't have that for mm-hmm. I would say a number of years, and so in that time frame, um, it's very easy to just allow whatever energy, whatever is happening. Yeah. It's like oh well, you okay? It's Friday night. You'll be gone by Saturday morning. I don't care what your energy is. Mm-hmm. Like let's, as long as you positive towards me, you can feel. Yeah, I'm not trying to change that. It. This yeah. ain't. This ain't. We, it's not lasting like right, that. right. But then <laughs> when you get into where you're talking about a relationship, it's like okay, so you about to be around, around, right? Yeah. Like you about to like be like you about to meet the whole crew around. You about to come to the game nights. Right. Mm-hmm. You about to be on the vacation. You mm-hmm. you coming to family dinner? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I got to figure out 
what this energy is like, right. what this spirit is like, mm-hmm. or if I'm going to be around it for any length. Because this is another thing. If, if I'm around you for a short amount of time, I can really care less. Right. Like your energy could be however it is. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, dinner only lasts two hours. <laughs> <Be straight. laughs> I'm back in the car. I'm turning on PJ Morton and we back on, we back on 10, right? Okay. But if I'm about to be around you yeah. for the long haul, we might have to curate mm-hmm. and and kind of prune some mm-hmm. of this, which you will hope will happen naturally just by being around you. But at the same time, it's like if it don't, we might not. This might not. That's something that I realized space. like really fast when I got married. I I I feel like the Holy Spirit gave me the revelation. I said I used to be afraid that marriage would change me, but mm-hmm. now I'm afraid that it won't. Yes. Yes. Like right. as a single, it was like you know you want to be be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't want nobody to change. What is that? But what is that though? What is that's that? what we're socialized, especially black women. By whom though? Society. No, nope, no. Nope, you don't whom? think so? What man has ever told you that? Ooh. Oh, you're right. It's women. Okay, you're right. It's so again, women. these are the things that as a man, if I was with you, I couldn't tell you that. You're right. Ooh. But because we have no connection, and I'm an unbiased. Star, I mean, you could say biased because I'm a man. Yeah. But I, I can say you like, couldn't say that. There's no man. Wait, hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Is it women? Hold on. No man ever told you that when you marry your husband, you should not change and and and, and grow with him. No man has I ever think said it, that. I, the reason why I was trying to think is because I think it does, in some ways, come from when I say societally or even like in the church. You know, I think that there's this there's this threat. It feels that a man will, you know, um, control, dominate. Um, you know, he'll try to put you in this little box. You have to shrink. You have to, you know, and you can't be yourself and you can't have your own goals and dreams and you need to be subservient. And you it's like, I don't want that. That which is which is fair. And you should, of course, choose a man who doesn't feel that way. But at the same time, a lot of those things, a lot of what you're trying to protect. Okay, so again, let's just be real. A lot of what comes off is what we need to protect don't exist anyway. Let's just be Mm. let's just be very, very real. Okay. When you say, okay, a man is going to prevent you from being yourself, what does that mean? Is you every, don't think that's real? Hear, hear me out. It's every part of you, and I'm, I'm going to preface it with this so okay. that you know that I'm not being biased. I pray that I change quite a bit when I get married. Yeah. I pray that I choose a person who has enough influence in me and I trust them enough that when they do point out things and I value what I'm going to have with them enough Mm -hmm. that it forces me to change. Mm -hmm. There are things about me that will not change until there's somebody who's there every day observing you being like, "Uh, you need to change that. And then you love and trust them enough that you can respect they call out, not take a defensive position and change. I desire that. It's one of the reasons why I I would lean into me. I think your privilege as a man helps you with that. Cause for women, Women, in our experience, that has been exploited. In hi- like historically, True. that has been exploited. So it's it's more of a threat for us, but a perceived it, threat. Okay, but a threat. A perceived threat is is very is a very important word. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you need to protect something that is already possibly needs pruning anyway. Facts is. A perceived threat. I agree. So the the idea that, okay, this is who I am. 
right now in 2022. Yeah. And I want to fight like hell to still be that person in 2025. But I also want to meet someone tomorrow <laughs> and sell off into the sunset with this You're person right. and do life with them. You're right. Those two things are contradictory. Well, we're also not socialized. I feel like th- I learned this from Christianity. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I became a Christian as an adult. Okay. I learned in Christianity that pruning actually will d- help. Uh, I won't grow without pruning. Right. Mm-hmm. I started planting, and yes. I learned if I leave them dead leaves, yes. it draws energy right. that prevents me from growing and developing. I didn't know that before Christ- before I became a Christian. But just think about it in terms of, okay, so like one of the things, I'm, I'm going to lean back into it, and I know somebody's going to be like, did this, he really go back to Kevin Samuels? Yes. yes. Because <laughs> one of the things, again, in my, my whole thing with this, and, and I'm tired to church, I have always... I grew up in a very religious home, mm. but we were also taught discernment very early. Ooh. My dad was my dad was uh, was a police officer. Uh, he had, he dealt wow. with the worst of worst people on a very you yeah. know. So he was always like head on a swivel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And it was very important that you be able to look at a situation and say, "This is where I should go. This is where I should." Okay. Go. Right. Okay. So even in the church, it's still important to be like. Okay, this part of what you said makes perfect sense. I can mm-hmm, apply it to my mm-hmm. life. That other thing that you said, even if they in the same sermon, useless. That was that was flesh. That was your ego. That was yeah. write it off. Boom. Okay, so we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. The reason why I, I tied it into Kevin Samuels is I do the exact same thing. A lot of the things that he said around yeah, yeah, women, yeah. around weight, around means, all these things, irrelevant. This is your trauma, your lived experience, yeah. your marketing, you trying to get views. Um, your own personal, whatever, irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that you are saying are actually valuable. I'll t- give me those. We'll box That's them up. Good. Away with you, with yeah. the rest of the stuff, right? Yeah. I feel like uh, the ability to do that is very beneficial because sometimes a good message that you should be taken from that's valuable is wrapped in a bunch of bullshit. You right. Yeah. And right. it's like if you get distracted or turned off by the bullshit, then you still missed the fact that what you is yeah. valuable is there. So when it comes to one of the things he talked about, I say that to say was the idea of having an imprint on a woman. Mm. Right. And so the idea, the the simple concept is, is that you have a woman who is like, she has her own way of doing things. The man has his own way of doing things. They come together. She agrees with his like leadership Mm -hmm. and then his imprint is on her. So that for, if she was financially irresponsible and impulsive, but then she gets with him and he's fiscally responsible and kind of a penny pitcher that she will then begin to, uh, think more about finances before she just goes and mm-hmm. blows money. Mm-hmm. That's his imprint. Mm-hmm. The idea being that that man is probably going to die first and that she should be able to carry out his vision, his life with his children, mm-hmm. et cetera, the way that he would have done it. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear oftentimes say, well, your dad would be X or your, like mm-hmm. if he's passed on, that means his imprint is on that family okay. and the woman is carrying it on. Okay. So the change factor that we're talking about in marriage is like, that's the imprint. Mm-hmm. And, if you are afraid to allow a person's imprint on you, I would have to really ask, do you trust that person? Ooh-hoo. And if you don't trust that person's character enough to have their imprint, should you be marrying them? Woo-hoo. Yeah. Or, or I think I would even add not, or I, I, I think I would also add like, you know, um, some, some, self-assessment, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even seeking out support in this, mm-hmm. you know, professional counseling, you know, your friend group, mm-hmm. whatever, um, your ability to trust in general. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, my journey. And where it started. Yeah. Because yeah. I so much of what you're saying is so powerful. This is why I'm trying to push this mic in your face. <laughs> because I think you were taught a lot of this. A lot of this was modeled for you. That's fair. And so there are a lot of people who have not had that. Yeah. Okay. And so Which I yeah, you have to yeah, you have to agree. Mm-hmm. You have to under or you have to understand their position. But I, okay, but this is also the thing though. Okay. I, Yes to the model thing, but it also kind of feels like a cop-out in the sense of you don't get to skate from accountability. Okay. Like, if you are saying that you want to be, you want somebody to do life with you, you're asking a lot. Yeah. Like, if I, it, it, it's from both parties. Yeah. Like, if I'm asking a person to come in, be a part of my life on a day-to-day basis, yeah. uh, when I'm good, when I'm not good, when I feel like being bothered, when mm-hmm. I don't, when I'm just like off my square, I'm mm-hmm. not having that kind of a day. Like, and I still want you to be there, care about <laughs> it. Like, sit through this dinner with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when I'm not, I don't have no jokes for you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I'm not on it. Mm-hmm. I'm asking a lot. Mm-hmm. You're right. So I have to also reciprocity is still a key principle. Like, mm-hmm. I have to give a lot as well. And I think a lot of times what we are currently dealing with is people who are saying. I want a relationship because these are the things that I want. Yeah. And if you ask those same people, what is what it that you, you intend offer? to give? Uh-huh. And, and this is kind of, again, back to the situation of where it, he did it in the wrong way, but this is what Kevin Samuels will put on paper. Well, like put in front of women very yeah he would uh, ask them callously like, how old are but, you how much do you well weigh? no but what? he would he would yeah i'm not even saying <laughs> that i'm saying that in sense of okay when you would break down i know y'all have like the whole high value man thing and i know we don't own it and that's fine but <laughs> when you say okay you know all these things you like you have a list about what you want with your man okay if you find that guy what would he want and that question mm-hmm. would consistently like puzzle women in the sense that it's like mm-hmm. when I asked you what you wanted in a man, you, you was know. ready. Yeah. And then when I asked you what, what that man want? would want in mm-hmm. a wife, it was like a pause because the reality is you had only been looking at this from your point of view. That's true. You're right. And You're if you did right. that, then the man is technically going to make a bad deal. Mm. Jesus. He's going to, he's going to say, and he, I think he talked a lot about like what it takes for a man to become the type of man that you're asking for. Because a lot of men have those, like, I, again, I will say it's a blessing. Um, and it maybe is even a point of privilege. Um, but it's one that I take graciously that I did have a two-parent household, that my dad is very active in my life. I can mm-hmm. call him right now. Um, and I have, I literally went to, was at dinner with him last night. Like, I I, I have a great relationship there. Um, and a lot of people don't have that. But at the same time, if you are not thinking about what that person will want, are you really, it's a bad proposition. I think you're right. I 100% agree with you. I think that um, this podcast is really important. You being here saying these things is really important because this is exposure. I want my friends to hear this because I want them to hear from a man who thinks this way because oftentimes it seems men like you are kind of falling back and the other guys have the mic. So I want them to be exposed in the sense that it's like, okay, that is out there. And I think even learning what you want, we, we, we aren't, we grow up around women. We're not around men and we're around women who at times maybe are bitter or hurt Mm -hmm. or whatever. So we don't hear what y'all want. We don't know that y'all exist. 
let alone what you want. So, okay, and that's fair. And I and again, I, I can't argue with somebody's real life experience. I feel like the, the not existing, again, I'm never, I can never fully buy into that because I'm like, I see the work that men are, this is the thing, if you, if you see a community of, you see men's groups at churches and mm-hmm. you see guys going, those are guys who are trying. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I think um, who may not have had the same models, who may not have had fathers, who may have had trauma and they are trying. Okay. If that exists in anywhere in your life, whether it's a church, whether it's just them going to a cigar lounge okay. and talking shit out, whether it's them playing basketball and just at the end of that going to go have drinks and have a conversation about the things they're trying to do in life. These circles are everywhere. Mm-hmm. I need you because when listen. I was just single five minutes ago. Okay. We didn't know that y'all existed. I promise you. Even my my single friend, I have single friends right now who say, well, Crystal, where are they? Where did you find him? Like, where are y'all at? Tell the women where y'all at. They don't know you there. Right. Talking to each other. <laughs> okay. But this, but this is the thing though. How, okay. Do you really not know? Or is it easier for you Ooh. to be complacent in your position if you believe that we don't say it one more time okay is it that we really not there okay or does basically does it fit your narrative you've told yourself a story about why you're single okay and it's easier for that story to be applicable if those men don't exist so in a way i don't know kim how i don't because i'm literally like i was single for a very long time and I'm thinking about current conversations with okay. single friends where it's literally like, where do we meet them? We're at church three days a week. Uh-huh. We're going to places that are not where Cardi and Meg would be. Okay. We're, and we're like trying to put ourselves. This is what my friends are saying. Put ourselves. Like I just went to a, a charity basketball game mm-hmm. and a whole group of my friends came like, we're trying to put ourselves because the church done taught us don't do that. So now they finally at a point where they like, I'm putting myself. I'm not just going to meet him in the grocery store. So I'm putting myself out there and I'm doing where is but this he? is the thing, though. You probably are going to meet him in the grocery store. So number one. OK. OK. So this is OK. This is this is the the thing about just literally putting ourselves in the shoes. I'm a single man. I grocery shop. I got to get gas. <laughs> OK, you're right. I got to do everything that you got to do. OK. So how is it that. We there there are just no men. I don't believe it. It's no men in your DM. So we got no men nowhere. We got so so we can't see them. And you're saying we can't see them because you don't of want something. It because part of you is saying if I see him, now I got to do something about it. Okay, I get. If you. I see him, I got to figure out what it is that he wants, and then measure myself up to that. And then see this if is going to be so hard for my single sister to hear. But I I'm glad you're saying. Okay, well, but okay, look at it like this, Man, Alicia. How long have we been friends? Since 2000. Okay, so every day since 2014, that means that Alicia has known. Now, granted, this is not to say or like to kind of penalize, uh, you know, say she's known this great guy that nobody's talked to. I'm not doing that at all. Don't don't try it because that's where they would go. And then I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna then I'm gonna end up the conversation at the brunch, and I'm not even Ah! going to brunch. So no, you're not doing that. But what I am saying is, okay, so we've been friends that long. Uh Now over that time, she said, okay, this is a person who went from. Oh, who's this guy? To oh, he's a friend. To oh, he seems like a solid individual. Mm-hmm. To now, she's like brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a progression. Mm-hmm. It t- it took time, but the point is, I was there all along. Mm-hmm. We done been to a hundred concerts. Uh-huh. We done. I done, I started coming to their church. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like in all of that, 
there was always other guys who there are, I could probably name 10 guys that I know through her mm-hmm. who are solid guys. Mm-hmm. One of them, she ended up marrying. Mm-hmm. So th- this is only since 2014. Mm-hmm. So we was adults. We've been adults since 2014. Yeah. Okay. So how did they not exist? If I meet her mm-hmm. and we became friends mm-hmm. and then it's 10 dudes that she know through me and it's 10 dudes that I know through her mm-hmm. who are solid individuals. So you know 10 guys like this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not but, but, really but I don't, I don't want to say it like this because again, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal. No, not you. But I'm just saying. That are, that are black, single, saying, got two eyes, two yeah. feet, and actually. No, no, like, no. That's not what, what I'm saying. What are we saying? He's talking about no. like the emotionally intelligent, the yes. accountability piece. A guy who has a circle of friends who right. holds him accountable, he holds accountable. A guy who's um, investing in his own growth and development. Yeah. A guy who is, um, I, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. You know so 10 guys like this? They don't live here in this proximity. But can I say that I know 10 like this? Yes. Where they at? Where they live? <laughs> I'm serious. Oh. I ask my husband this all the time. Like, my friends are asking me, where's your friends? So where's your brothers? And all his friends are married. There's several in St. Louis. Um, there's one in... So why do you think they're not in Kansas City, you think? Girl! What? This Hilarious. Is, no, ma'am. No, I'm being dead serious. I don't... Why? What do you mean? You said I know a lot, but they're not here. Right. Is that because that's where you develop relationships, you think? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because like, I grew up in St. Louis. Okay, I went I to you. school in Springfield. Then I met a bunch of people there. And then I got reconnection. You. Okay, okay, and, okay. Yeah. But I would say I would say, I think um, I think it's important to put context around the fact that a lot of times the men... Okay, so I put it like this. I definitely am not as focused on relationship as I probably could be. Oh. Okay, and so that... That probably comes into play. I will say because I credit, was sitting here like I know about three friends. No, that I'm about to try. no, 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 no. I, I'm not saying I'm not, and I'm not saying I don't. I I'm, would. Not, I'm not saying I don't want the friends, or that okay. I'm. You know, we can see what's what's true. Amen. But because I mean, but what I am saying is, is that a lot of times in order to try to be like the the first guy that is like running up to you when y'all go out mm-hmm. is probably not like he's playing a numbers game. Right. Right. Okay. And we all kind of been there. So like when I met her in 2014, I might have been on numbers game. I might have mm-hmm. been on bullshit. I don't I don't I don't remember specifically, but yeah. I could have been on complete bullshit and I could have just been like running through what I'm running through. Okay. Like let's just be let's just keep it a buck. Like right. you go, you know, you get older, you get if you got a little bit of style, you keep a job and then you <laughs> You, got some you, I'm a new, you smell it's like good. you do, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sis, he got on cologne, sis. Okay, so, go ahead. So I'm just saying, like, we, it was definitely probably a time we was all on bullshit. And so mm-hmm. I definitely do think that women probably get serious about things before Sooner. men do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also, is a situation where um, I think a lot of times men can get kind of just get like, if you keep trying to focus on just like, okay, who's the next person I'm going to talk to? Who's the next da da da? You're not developing in all these other areas. That That's you're right. So part of the reason why it's like, uh, it seems like it's no men like that is because they actually doing the work to mm. be what you're talking about. That's good. And that takes you like, like time. even in that time, when I think about, again, just a vulnerability piece, when I think about myself in 2014, um, definitely like all the school stuff that I've done since then mm-hmm. didn't exist. Um, so I would have been, I was a college dropout at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, uh, in a relationship. So I was single. Um, I was probably on bullshit. Like mm-hmm. if I would have met somebody in 2014, they probably would have had to be like super, just like, I see potential in you and I, and I really like you. And what you about to do is sit down 
and like I promise get you, right. that's what a lot of my friends are experiencing. Okay, so which is fair in in twenty four. I'm not doing the math. I'm not, but I'm just saying like 2014. Right. Okay, but in that time frame, like when you realize, like, okay, I'm I'm spending my wheels. I'm blowing through money, stupid. I'm dealing with women. I'm putting myself in dumb situations. I'm risking, you know, having a child with somebody who I don't want to have a child with, or I'm mm. risking all these other things. It's just too much. So then you kind of regroup and you like, let me actually focus on the things that are going to pay a dividend. Like, let me, if I know, if I sit myself down and instead of, and re-enroll in school, instead of spending that Friday night out bullshitting, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to do what I need to do. Or if I spend my time, going to a constructive place instead of going to just yeah. enjoy myself. Okay. If I do that long enough, it's going, it has to happen. Like something has to, I think again, give. I know we got to go Alicia, but I think again, that's the privilege of being a man. You can expand on it. I mean, y'all got the time thing. I mean, I, I do. I think that for women, number one, the pool is smaller, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Kevin Samuels. <laughs> And Girl. I think right that was the no most, because like, I agree on I agree okay. with him on that. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I'm not trying to be shady. I'm okay, serious. okay. Um, <laughs> I'm dead serious. And then I also think that um, you said this already, but for women, oftentimes we're developing a lot sooner, and mm-hmm. so if we do want to be in a relationship earlier, mm-hmm. I got married when I was 36, seven, I something, was 31. Yeah. So I think like if you want to get married earlier, you are going to be you're going to have to go through some not all the times. Right. But even my friends who have been married for many, many years, my pastors got Mm -hmm. married when they were five. No, 18 18 and 19. Like, like she's saying, no, no, sis, we we had to grow to this, you know. So you're going to either have to marry someone who you can develop with. Right. And he's going to likely, likely, likely. Not at all times, but likely be developing, quote unquote, slower than you or differently than you. Differently is a better word. Okay. Because I do think I do think um, one of the good things about a woman specifically who has that mindset is that if she is willing and this is something, again, that we just want like these weird, like prepackaged people that just it's like, not real. It's just like grab and go. And then we just live happily. Like that's movies. It's like, not real. Mm-hmm. It's not real. And so even if I do, even if I have, cause like, like I said, I've, I feel like I've been loved. Well, I have not one negative thing to say about any woman who I've ever actually made it to a solid defined relationship. With. Mm-hmm. So in that, me developing and growing with her, that was how to love her. That was how, mm-hmm. that was her triggers. That was her deer mm-hmm. headlights. That mm-hmm. was her, like, mm-hmm. like your husband mm-hmm. has yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when I meet you, you have a new set of things. You, it, it is incumbent upon you to equip me to love you well with your things. That's good. I do have to come with a certain baseline of yeah. this is, you know, like, I'm going to respect you. I'm going to care about you. I'm going to mm-hmm. be considerate. But, like, just like the example I gave, me being like, well, go outside and get your bag. I wasn't trying to be considerate. I was absent-mindedness. She has to be like, it's one in the morning. I'm a woman. Get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, duh, you know what? I'm sorry, boom. Let me grab the slides. So we do have to. I hear you saying, somebody like, how to love do. us. Yeah, we yes. do. Yes, but you can't look at it, like, as if that's beneath you. Right. I don't because think, that's I think the contradiction that's how it. I think that's how it presents. But I think yes. for most women, what it really, I, well, I think what it is is more so, like, I, I wasn't taught to teach someone how to love me. I don't even know how to love me. I don't even know what 
love should look like. But so I think that that's something we have to develop. That's in. that's fair, but but I think the first thing that love because love don't really happen first. Like the existing together happens first. Okay, and you do know how to exist with you. Oh, that's good. So, like, like even like my if I and I'm, a, I'm a, I use self just so that I'm not like you mm-hmm. know putting yeah. in on anybody else. I know my temperament. I know that in the morning I'm like I'm not a morning person. So my, my I'm the morning I'm like just trying to get up and just get like my I'm not trying to have no deep conversations with you. <laughs> we not about now. If you got something on your heart and you need to and it just so happened to hit you in the morning, okay, we can we can talk about it. But I'm not. That's just that's me. Yeah. Okay. So if I was with a woman and she constantly, maybe she in the morning is like very reflective and she's up at 3 a.m. meditating and speaking to God. That's great. But do it in in the other room. Like I'm not, I'm not, you know, now over time she might can put her imprint on me and better me to get me to be up at three Mm -hmm. in the morning talking. But currently I'm not. Okay, so I'm open to that if we can grow there, but I know how to exist with me currently. I think what you're what you're describing again is emotional intelligence and we are not we're just not socializing this way. That's fair. So I think but I do think I'm grateful that you're saying this to us because I think as a woman, I am a married woman, but I'm even thinking about with my own husband. Mm Like some ways that I can grow and develop and some ways that I can give him more room as he's continuing to grow and develop. And to just communicate it. Like, I think one of the craziest things, I know, and I know, and we got to go, we need to do a part two, we can do a part We do! But I, I think one of the craziest things that I hear currently in the in the sphere of, like, the noise is the idea, this idea that women feel like it is a um, nuisance to have to um, impart how they feel about things to a man like it's just that's basic communication in that moment when i when i like in that moment when i told when i'm just like go get your bag she could be like he don't care he's insensitive he's not aware mm-hmm. he she could have like dogged me right mm-hmm. and she and rightfully so because mm-hmm. who like who says that mm-hmm. after i thought about it right or she could give me the grace to be like I know that's not your intention. I know that's not your heart. Because if that was your heart, I shouldn't be at your house spending the night anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's get some accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if that's not his heart, one, you should leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if that if if he is better, it's incumbent upon you to be like, come on now, baby. You know you know you ain't thinking it's two in the morning. You want me, who you want to grab me? Because if I go out there and then boom, I'm immediately like, duh. Let me put on my. That's let me get emotional back. intelligence. And I think a lot of, but it's also just communication. And it's, it's not. We're not taught to communicate. But like it's, that. But, but but it's 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 getting out of that entitlement space. But who, we, who, then that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like as a woman, I don't know that we're consciously like saying like I deserve, and I I know that mm-hmm. that's how it presents. It's definitely how it presents. Yeah, I know it is. But what I want you to hear is that most women, like what we are being told, especially it seems here lately, what we're being told is you deserve and he should Mm -hmm. and he better and write your list and name it and claim it. And it's like nobody's saying to you, sis, it's going to be some things that you're going to have to, um, you know, be patient. It's gonna be something you have to commute. It's gonna be you gonna have to teach him. He gonna be teaching. Right. Nobody's saying that. But I also okay, yes to that. But I think uh, yes. Okay. But the bigger I feel like the bigger roadblock is this idea that um, one it should be ready made, and then two like I know the big S word with this whole submission thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think in the, in that moment, 
her telling me like this is what you need to do in order for me to feel yeah. safe like number one i already came to your house i'm spending the night yeah. you let me i'm into your space i need to feel comfortable in your presence and I'm, I'm around you this is how you provide that for me yeah me with a positive intention and wanting her to come back and back and back and mm-hmm. continue to spend time in my space i need to adapt yeah. Which, in a way, I'm submitting to her demand Submit or request, one to and I have submission. and I have no issue with it. Facts. And this is the like the crux of like the only gen, the only person in a lot of these interactions who is fighting the submission is the woman because it's already been branded so horribly. Mm-hmm. Because but it's submission, been exploited. Submission is, but submission is when done well mm-hmm. is a wonderful thing because yes. we both grow. Yes. Like if you, so like for me, for example, if like right now it's a big thing with like women who are like starting their own like workout things and like come work out with me and we'll do yoga oh. and all, whatever it is that they doing. Okay. That is a weak area for me. I am like, I'm good when it comes to, finances and organizational structure and business things and, and logical things, very linear. Let's get this done and check it out the list. Working out is something that you have to do. Like, I'm like, we check it out the list and she's like, okay, I'll see you Wednesday. And I'm like, we just did this today. <laughs> like, what, what do you we mean Wednesday? Like, we, we, we done. Yeah. This is off my list. Okay. So what I say, what I'm saying to that is if I was to get with a woman who was very, um, if I was to give it a woman who was very strong in that area, I would 100% submit, submit. to what, because yeah. that's her strength, yeah. right? And so if I have an area that is, where that is reciprocal, why resist? I it? think the fact that you're saying that, I want you to hear most women don't even have that level of conversation with a man. We don't hear a lot of men I mean, saying that. Okay. And so that's not, we don't even, we hear women submit. Woman, submit. Woman, submit. We don't hear submit yourself one to another. You Mm-mm. should submit to him because you also hear you. happy wife, happy life. And That's true. So that that is saying, man, do what she wants you to do. That's true. That is submit. That's right. True. So so and or you hear a man just being like, I just do whatever she says so I can keep the peace. You right. I just don't want to argue no more. So, so that's I just submission did it. to you. I'm not saying that that's submission. Really, that that's a negative way of doing it. But it is still the there is. I see what you're saying. It's definitely not one sided. Like women right. are clear on the fact that they you should think be it's heard. heavier on one side, Kim. I think it could it could be, but that also again that's in the macro. And at the end of the day, I want to be out the game. <laughs> so I'm not looking to try to change the game. I would rather just find, look across the hill, find my person and then let y'all just go to war. Like mm-hmm. I'm not interested in trying to mediate the war. I'm just want to get out the field. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I just know a lot of the women that you're saying are in the macro a lot. Well, let's, let's, uh, I don't know. Let's we talk about round it. Table it. We <laughs> yeah, we could do, we could do whatever we need to do. I know we got to. God bless like... you. This was freaking amazing. <laughs> I literally watched them spar for the, the majority oh of this because <laughs> I didn't was feel like we were sparring. I didn't feel like we were sparring. So yeah, I, when we I say know each other, so, be yeah. right. Yeah, so like so. I didn't like I know you. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. was like, let them go. That is hilarious. I was literally <laughs> looking back and forth. I she really was. Enjoyed this so much. I feel like I, I learned a lot. I did. So did I. Yeah. I I feel like my pers I feel my perspective widening a mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening right now. It's gonna keep <laughs> my brain is gonna keep processing. I think I think in general, if if both sides um, would just put, I mean, it's it's hurts. It's it's tough to be vulnerable, but if both sides just put our shields down, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. easy to get there. But I will say, I have to say, I feel like men have made 
more progress in putting their shield down. And you do? Yes. Then as far then as they're far being as given the fight, credit for. Then wow. yes. Like like I think a lot of men are definitely more open to saying this is what I need and then also willing to put the ear lean in and go, so what is it that you need? Because at the end of the day, if wow. if I just want to be like peaceful, have a good situation, if you coming in and you going, hey, these are your five things. Men love tasks. Like, like there's not a there's not mm-hmm. a guy. When you think about it, everything that we do revolves around like this is on my to do list and I need to check it off. Or every sport that we play has like a frame of rules. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. Every game that we play has a very clear set okay. of rules, clear set of boundaries that we have to navigate. If you give us your framework. So y'all like, just give us the game. Give, yeah. give me your framework. If you. you really want me to learn you, give me your framework mm-hmm. and let me navigate within your framework. And we can, I, I will work to get to the, my levels. Like in any, in any, I will work to get my touchdown, like whatever the case to, may be. Uh, Listen, I, we about to go, and I feel like you also need to. First do of all, you kinda. sound like a Baptist preacher who didn't close five times. I feel like you. <laughs> you you, should, you to need to come back and tell us more about uh, uh, how we can come across the. What did you call it? Come down off your hill. Come I mean, yeah, you said you came off the, the hill, hill to your is. husband. Tell us how to, you know, come back is all I'm saying. I mean, hey, like I said, I'm not, I'm not putting myself on nobody's pedestal. I, I know me. She I'm knows putting me. you on a pedestal. So, take, no, I mean, that's take cool, them off. But no, he don't. Be up there. Pe- ped- pedestals are, are, are the feeble. The Bible say let another man praise you. Well, that's that's and fair, but pedestals are, are definitely feeble things. Not your own and, it's not a pedestal, but know. I do want you to know, sir, that um, you, this is, we're saying privilege, but also this is, um. You are, in some senses, a model. And we do need to see you. We Maybe you do need to be esteemed higher so that we can see you as a model. I think women need to know this is the model, not just this idea of this man or right. this fantasy or this fairy tale. Right. But no, this is what he looks like. This is what he sounds like. This is what he smells like. This is who he hangs around. Okay. This is where he frequents. That Women need to know that when you say we need to know what y'all want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad you're here because I feel like that's going to help a lot of women. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, and I'm, I mean, of course, I'm always open to the, to the conversation, but I also think it's reciprocal because I think men need to know that there's an interest in another conversation. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation is so pervasive and it's just full and it's like a line waiting outside, like to get into the club of like the men ain't shit. The F boy. And, yeah. and when you are like intentional about trying to not, I got you. When you intentional about trying to go in a certain direction that's positive, you, it's just easier to be like any, once I hear that, our conversation yeah, is very short. Like, yeah. let's just keep it, you know. I get that because that, I wouldn't want to hear that either. Yeah, it's yeah. just, because you just, you you just, it's too much. It's I got too you. Much. I got you. So it's why the women got to leave the brunch. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, guys, listen, it's going to be a part Kim. two at some point in time, whether that I'm be the it. second half of se- season two. Uh, let's do three. it. I don't know when, what, where, how. Ladies, if you want to say some things, ask some things, all the things. Yeah. We need y'all to help us. You know, we married, so we ain't can't talk about it no more or whatever. So y'all need to help us. Uh, what do we need to ask him when he come we, back? What do we need to say? I mean, I feel like I'm, I see the shirts and it's like good set. And I feel like yeah. we, didn't have, we didn't talk nothing sexual, which is fine. No, so it's all I about mean, sex yeah. intimacy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hello. Sex intimacy relationship. Like okay. all of it. Got it. Is, okay. It's part. Got it. But we're going to get you a shirt too. Um, okay. All right. Listen, send your feedback, send your questions, send all of the things. You know, you can email us. 
email us at connect at thegoodsexpodcast.com. You can also hit us up in our DMs. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at thegoodsexpodcast.com. We're going to see you on the next one. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Sex Podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. The podcast is available on all major streaming platforms, so make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review so that other people can find the content just like you did. Also, don't forget to follow us and engage on Facebook and Instagram at The Good Sex Podcast. See you in the next episode.